I'll tell you who I hate this week. Donald Trump. What? Yeah. Well, I'm going out on a What did he do this time? This is going to be a controversial podcast. Yeah. Here's what I was thinking about the other day. Obviously... How much of a fucking idiot he is? He's not the greatest president, right? And I'm not... I'm looking beyond his term. I'm looking, hopefully, at 2021. The irreparable damage that is currently being... Well, forced on our society. Damage to the image of the president. Mm, yeah, something you hold dear. I do. I, think. I do. Maybe more than most. As a West Wing fan and yeah. a you know East Wing hater, American. Uh, uh, so I'm thinking about the next time uh, you know, like when when George H. W. Bush dies and there's the big funeral and they show oh, all the living pre- or or you know the the Obama mm. presidential library opens or something and there's these events where you gather all the former living. President, presidents, and you've got, hmm. ooh, Gerald Ford still with us? Not so. sure. Okay, Jimmy Carter's there. You know, uh, Clinton's there. George W. Bush is there. Obama's there. And, and maybe George W. Bush. That guy is getting close to the end, isn't he? No, second, second Bush. Okay, George W. Not George H. W. Right. Did he die already? No, but he's close. He's been close for a while. Yeah. Uh, you gather them all, and there's the photo ops or whatever. And and historically, you know, when Reagan was alive, or, or you know, when Nixon was still alive, yeah, even Nixon, really, not also maybe not a great president, but still looks presidential. And they stand there in their dark suits, and they just look like former presidents. Yeah, I was. There was a West Wing we were watching. Was there an SNL ago. sketch with the? It was the ex-presidents uh, or an- animated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The um, Saturday TV Funhouse. Yeah, there was. But they just look presidential. Yeah. And anything, I mean, maybe he'll have the decency, you know, why start now, yeah, right. to, to not show up. I mean, he no, probably, he's going to be in prison. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't go, I would hope, to the, like, Obama presidential library no, opening and whatever. Um, it'll be in Kenya. And, but just when you think about going forward, when they gather all the former living presidents and they're in one place at one time and you see this picture, it's just so, like, bleh. I don't think he'll go. I hope not, but, like... I also don't think, though, I mean, obviously, I get what you're saying here, but I don't think the worst thing about his presidency is future photo ops. I I agree, but I don't think we need to spend time talking about, like, (laughs) you know, the terrible decisions. That's interesting. I think, yeah, I don't think he'll show up, especially if Obama is there. Yeah, I would hope not. You know? And, you know, that's the thing, too. Like, when you think about um, the, you know, historical Democrat-Republican things... It seems to be put aside when necessary for yeah. the grand. Like well, when you see the pictures of like Michelle Bush Obama and, and George W. Yeah, Bush, yeah. they look like friends, and right. they're laughing, and because they're human beings, exactly. Yeah, and I just don't see that, and it's too bad. Best, well, I don't want to say best case scenario. He's dead, unavailable. I wasn't going to say <laughs> that. I don't know who's listening. It's a no, scary maybe prison. World, prison maybe better than dead. You know, I mean. Who was the guy that like was president for thirty one days? Was it William Henry Harrison? Yeah, like, and then you know, that's a good thing. So we just need him to go to Alaska and like not wear a coat. No coat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, that's who I hate. It's a political themed yeah. podcast, indeed. But before we delve into our main political mm-hmm. arena, um, I want to ask you how your how your gin is tasting. It's tasting excellent. Is it? I'm having a gin and tonic. Wonderful. So, uh, for the listener, uh, I purchased 
a bottle of gin for Jacob as a congratulations for his team winning the World Series. Quite handily against my team. Yes. I never really believed that my team had a chance. Like Really? I mean, I guess when they were up 4-0 to zero in Game 4, it seemed like maybe they could make a series of it. But honestly, from months ago, I was like, the American League teams are far better than the National League teams this year. And I think no matter, you know, whether it's Boston or Houston, I always figured it'd be one of those two that came out of it. I figured either of those teams would have won the World Series against whoever came out of the National League. Mm-hmm. So I kept my expectations low. Um, as opposed to last year where I had very high expectations. You know, we had the best record in baseball. We were just crushing it. Um, and that's why that loss last year really hurt. Do you think that led to your low expectations? Like a fool me once? Well, yeah. I mean, from the beginning of the year, when I went to opening day um, and was quoted in the Los Angeles Times, oh. um, I I was like, this is going to be a down year. Like, we, we, we cut a bunch of payroll. This was our year that we cut back to get under the salary cap so that all those, like, penalties clear, and now we can spend money again. Mm-hmm. So I always thought this was going to be a fallow year. They uh, they honestly went a lot farther than I expected them to. Um, there were large stretches of the year when I didn't even think they would make the playoffs. So, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not disappointed with how they ended up. But what was interesting this year is how differently I approached the playoffs. Because I <laughs> I watched almost none. Which was a lazy fair attitude. Well, I mean, you know I'm very superstitious when it comes to sports. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife probably won't listen to this podcast. So I can tell you that that extended again today when I was watching Liverpool play. And they were winning 1-0. And there was like eight minutes left in the game. And then my wife uh, gets up and makes breakfast and sits down. And it, within 30 seconds of her sitting down, oh, no. the other team got the tying score. Did you then finish her? I didn't say anything. She looked at me and she was like, it's not my fault. Don't <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I didn't say anything. You're totally putting this on yourself. I'm just sitting here. She's like, you made a look. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I'm, but I am very superstitious. And, and yeah. based on that, the, the Dodgers started the season really terribly. And then when we were in Europe this summer, that's when they played their best. When oh. I actually wasn't really watching them. Uh-oh. And then I came home, and then they were kind of mediocre again. So, I, I mean, I love watching them play. I love the regular season of baseball because it's so long and so relentless. It's like pretty much every day there's a game. Um, and you can't get too high or too low, as opposed to last year at the playoffs where it was like you were dying with every pitch. So you like the 162 <laughs> games it. because it's it. like, oh, well, it's a lot. Like you don't live and die with each one mm-hmm. because there's so many out there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and, you know, you, you, 162 games and it comes down to these series that, you know, seven games seems like a long series, but... They do seven-game series in basketball, and they do seven-game series in hockey, and their seasons are half as long as the baseball season. Right. So in theory, you should have like a best of, you know, 15 20, or whatever, yeah. right? Um, to be equivalent in terms of like the ratio between right. regular season um, and the postseason. But, so yeah, so I didn't really watch, and it was very relaxing. Like, people would say, oh, do you have a, did you watch this game? Did you, you know, the one game went to like the 18th inning. It was like, sure did. Crazy. You weren't up till after midnight. I was not. I that was that was the night of the harvest party, right? No, it was the night before. It was the Friday night. Okay, there was something else we went to that night too. I think, but I was like, yeah, it's you know, I think I checked in at one point 
The harvest party was the one night we won. Is that right? No, the one night we no, won was that long one. Was the one you won, and that wasn't the harvest party. Nope. Okay. What was that? The harvest party was the playoff. Still. You mean the the one before? Yeah, it was not the World Series. Okay. It was Julia's birthday and was Phil's it? Halloween party and whatnot. That was that was the long one. No, that was the day after. That was game four. Oh, that was game four, right? Because yeah. that was the one where we had the lead. Yeah, so we came home, they took the lead, and then we went back to the Gahagans to like hang out more by the fire pit afterwards, and then they blew the lead. <laughs> Not that that was the reason why. But. Yeah. Uh, oh, the night before was uh, Jill's birthday thing. Um, their friends, who we sort of know also, they have a house in Midtown, and they converted their garage to a bar. Oh. Like a full bar and everything with kegs, and it was very cool. Anyway, um, I'm enjoying this season that seems to be replete with parties and events and things like that. Really? It's a nice season, yeah. I'm glad you are. Well, I'm not hosting any of them. Which, yeah. You know, I don't mind doing that, but um, I don't know. I like it. I like being social. You know, okay. Despite despite the fact that Red Dead Redemption 2 is out, I still haven't played it yet. But, you know, oh. Priorities. Well... You ready to talk about some serious things? I am. All right. The World Series isn't serious? Not anymore. I am glad that Clayton Kershaw's coming back. I was a little worried that, you know, he had the ability to opt out and go somewhere else, and he decided to re-sign an extension. For just one year? One year in addition. So he had two more years on his contract, Mm. could have opted out, but they negotiated and signed a new, like, three-year deal. So. He's, you know, been my favorite player for a long time, and his, he's number 22. Oh, so, you know. I like it. It's a good little uh, coalescence of things. So we're here yep, it's to talk about... Biannual Proposition Podcast? Yeah. Is that every two years or twice a year? Yep. Or both? Yep. Yeah. Our, yeah. It's election season. There's also, like, biennial as opposed to biannual, oh, right? yeah. Maybe biennial yeah, that is be. twice a year, and biannual is every two oh, years. I was thinking the other way. Opposite? I don't know. I'm sure one of our many fans will tweet yeah. at us. And, yeah, I'm sure they already have. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about the propositions. Yes, there are 12. There are 11. 12 minus 1. Yeah. Because their number, what, 9 yep. is out? Yep. Okay. Um... I will I say I enjoy this every year, and every there have year? been every other year, and there have been times when you have changed my mind and mm-hmm. my vote and your heart. No, okay, that cannot happen this year because I've already voted. You can change my I mind. Can, I can posthumously change your mind, but you can't Post change my vote. vote. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Oh well. Nor I you. Yeah. Though I feel like that's less likely. I don't know. A lot of these are financial. Yeah. And. A lot I, of them I, I don't like, have strong I feel like we're actually going to be... My prediction is we will be opposite on a number of them. And well, I know that's like a lame prediction, but... Rachel and I were opposite on most of them, so we effectively oh, yeah? cancel each other's Wonderful. vote out. So. Um, that'll be interesting to know, because Amanda and I were the same on all of them. Mm. Um, because she well, threatened me. The no. day is yours. Um, she threatened to watch soccer games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make my team <laughs> Unless lose. you vote her way. Exactly. She's like... Oh, I see your team is winning. When you vote my way, or I'll come. Sit Here down. comes the cooler. God damn it! 
I saw a few weeks ago someone on Facebook posted a thing that was haikus of each proposition. Ooh, I and love I that. saved a picture of it. Yes, I'd love to hear because it. Because usually we're like Are prop they... twelve is the housing bond, blah 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 okay. blah blah. But now I can just read But they're not they're not like partisan one way nope. or another. They're descriptive. Okay. They're fact based, not opinion based. And they're all haikus. I love haikus. It starts with What's California voting on this November? Here's an easy guide. Love it. Even the introduction is in haiku. Should we start? Yes, we should. Okay, prop one. <clears throat> the title said housing bonds. That's what I wrote. It says, $4 billion in bonds funds affordable housing for renters and vets. I, okay, I hate to do this, but I have to break in with some information. Okay. Biannual ah. means twice a year. You got the tweet already. As does semi-annual. Okay. Whereas biennial means occurring every two years. So it is biannual. That's, that's what I thought. It right? was what you thought. Nice. Yeah. I think good. Yes. Very good. That's what people always say. So housing bonds. How say you? Well, you know that I hate Barry Bonds. Yes. Um, <laughs> I and I had it. a sign for many years that said, no bonds, stop no stealing from the future. Yeah. And I, I remember very vividly when I acquired that sign. It was in San Diego, driving to our house in Mira Mesa, and I was with Zach, and we were stopped at like a stoplight, and the sign was on a fence. And Zach ran out and grabbed two signs off the fence, and we had them for many years. Um, and You don't still have it? I do not. I, like I don't one. think so. Yeah, it was good. You need it up in your garage or something. Once he retired, I didn't think I needed it anymore. Um, so... What you're going to find out about me today okay. is that I am not a fiscal conservative. Ooh. Yeah. I am. I know. And that's why I thought we'd be at odds here. Because... So you're like, debt? Bring it on. Sounds well, good. Well, like with taxes and things like that, as someone who teaches history mm-hmm. and about how taxation has been something that's existed for millennia... Um, and as someone whose salary is somewhat paid by taxation, um, I'm not someone who's like, I'm not Ron Swanson where it's like, we need to pay no taxes at all. And we just all in for ourselves. Um, but, and I know bonds are like a little bit different than that. It's not a tax, but, um, but it's kind of similar, right? right? Um, so in my mind, I am fine with paying more for, what I consider necessary services. Okay. So I'm saying yes on Prop 1. And part of that is related to talking with a California homelessness expert. Yeah. My neighbor, Zach. Yes. And so Amanda kind of spearheaded that because she was like, I want to know what you think because you know about homelessness. And I will say that this and the next one were very like... Oddly written, mm-hmm. I mean the like descriptions of them in the election materials and things. He actually said, and we'll get to it later, obviously. But ten is one that, like, within his office, is like hotly contested, like between yeah. sides. That uh, whereas I think one and two, everyone's more on the same side. For which ten, is yes, which side. is the yes side. For ten, it's less. For ten, there's like. Legitimate debate. So, here's my question. Yeah. I probably won't be able to answer it. Um, oh, this might be the question for the next one more. So, I said... Well, let's kind of merge them okay. together, because I really can't tell you a big difference between yeah. one and two. Let me read you the, the 
haiku for number two. Freeze mental health bucks to to build supportive housing that helps the homeless. So one's affordable housing for renters and vets. Two is housing for the homeless. I am no fan of the homeless, I'll say. And in the last few years, I've seen them more and more... Like along Arden and like suburb streets. Yep. It used to be like it was all downtown. And, yep. You know, if you go to Old Sack, there's homeless or there's, right. you know, whatever. And now it's like creeping out. It's an issue. I feel like Zach's really bad no, at his job. Huge. I blame Zach. <laughs> it's a huge issue. But for so many people, are they homeless because there's not enough homes? I think by definition. I think if you give them a home, they're no longer homeless. No, but is it like, sorry, it's, it's, but like, it's, you're, you know, Joseph and Mary at the Bethlehem is, Inn, like is there's no your, more houses is your out issue, there? Or? Is your issue them, or is it that they've screwed up their own lives and... I think a lot of it is mental illness yeah. and um, addiction and things like that. But I think a lot of them are veterans um, as well. And they don't have a friend or a family member we, we, or... We have, we come from a privileged life where... Because we're white? That's part of it. No. Uh, we, you know, we come from families where we have support, right? Where right. like if something happened and there's something catastrophic and you guys lost your house for some reason, you have support from your family and you have support from Rachel's family. And we have the same. But it's true that not everyone has that. I think we are used to that and the people we interact with most have that as well. But there are people that like with my job that I interact with, both as families and other teachers that I know that I've talked to that have had very different upbringings than us mm-hmm. that it's not it's like if if they don't make their payments they're on the street it's they're not there isn't really a but safety where did they come them. from is it that their mom lives in tulsa and they're here now and maybe they could just... or they're estranged from their family or their family is dead or their family doesn't have money either yeah um i mean i get that that we have you know pleasant upbringings and situations and, and security and things, yeah. but like, and yes, I mean, I get like, if you know, you're, you're abused and you leave home at, at 17 and you're on your own or something, but I just feel like there's so many, I don't know. It just seems like there's options and maybe people have spread themselves too thin, both financially and with their, with well, let me, their, okay, let with me ask their you this. family, let's either say, the one they're born into or the one they choose. Let's say you didn't have any family. Oh, and Rachel didn't have any blessing. family. That would be a bigger blessing. And you guys like lost your jobs and lost your house. What would you do? I just I would just watch TV all day. It'd be awesome. Uh, I don't know. Come live with you in our spacious home. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's it's it's, it's an unpleasant thing to too think about because you know I've got money in the bank. We could. But you could live in a hotel. You may not be the one percent, but you're probably the five to ten percent. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> so I immediately regret it. Here's a question I had on prop two because it talks about housing for the homeless, but it also talks about mental health and things. And I was asking, what is housing? What is, in this context is housing like building homes, or is it like a hospital or some sort of mental health facility? Didn't the Sacramento Bee tell you? It didn't. Okay. So I voted no on both. But that's because I'm a fiscal conservative, and it didn't seem like they were going to address 
cleaning up the streets. Like, I th- I, if you go build 300 homes, I, I think I'll see the same bum at the corner of Arden and Howard. So here's my question, though. Is your issue that they don't have a home or that you see them on the street panhandling? Because if they have a home, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be able to have a job. And, you know, like... Um, is your issue like you see them sleeping in tents? Yeah. Or that you it's not see the, them... It's not a lot of panhandling. It's okay. like you're just driving and there's like an abandoned parking lot. that just, seems to solve just, that problem more. Like, there's still going to be panhandling, right? Right. But... Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, I think we should just be thankful that we're not the ones doing that. I guess. So I voted no on both, you voted yes on both. I did. So yeah. does that mean Rachel voted yes on both? She probably did. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's not that I'm opposed to bonds, but, like, literally everything comes up as a bond issue. We're going to fund the schools. We're going to sell a bunch of bonds to fund schools. Like, well, what that are the other ways for. to do it? Oh, I don't know. But I'm like, you, you can't just say yes to everything. You're going to have a bake sale? What if you were just going to take out a mortgage on every purchase you made? Well, would you have a house if you didn't have a mortgage? No, but that's why so I chose was... that. What if it's like, well, I want to I take a trip to Europe for the whole summer. Well, let's just, we'll just take out a loan and we'll pay it off over the next 30 years. You and I want to buy a new lawnmower. Well, we'll just take it alone and pay it out over the next 30 that was years. That's got to be a hell of a lawnmower. <laughs> I mean, like, you can't, you can't just, you can't use that for everything. You can use it for sure. a house or, or... Well, that's what it is. It's housing. Okay. I prefer to use <laughs> we're it for not, We're not taking out loans to buy them booze. Well. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that stereotype. Okay. I'm not going to judge that. Prop three. Prop three. Give me the haiku. Nearly nine billion in water bonds... Cleanliness, transport, and storage. I'm going to blow your mind. I voted yes. I'm so happy to hear that. Do you also not want us to become Flint, Michigan? It's true. I voted yes because I will benefit from this, I'm assuming. Because I think it's going to repair aging and overtaxed infrastructure. Like, you know, water pipes and whatnot. And infrastructures built 100 years ago, 70 years ago or something. People, the population has increased dramatically. The number of houses and roads and schools and businesses has increased dramatically. Like, I'm all for updating that infrastructure. So, okay, so here's my question. So it sounds like, for your fiscal decisions, you are thinking about whether or not it affects you directly. Yes. Or so, I think it'll actually do something. Okay, because if the one like in, terms of, in terms of funding schools... Unless it's funding Molly's school directly, right. it doesn't affect you directly. But I think you see the societal benefit yes. of that. But you don't see the societal benefit in terms of the housing for homeless or low income. Prove me wrong. I mean, I'm sure... I, I am not the person to prove you wrong. No, I mean, I'm saying I bet they'll pass. And I bet... Do you? I have no idea. On I have no November idea. November 7th or whatever, I'm still going to see the same bums hanging out. And a year from now and a year from then. So with this, like, quick reference guide thing that I've used, mm-hmm. voter information guide... Something to me that's really informative is who is supporting it. Yes. Right? And so when the against is like, this one dude from Mountain View, right? I'm like, eh, that's not really selling me, right? I usually agree with that, but at the same time, that's not a comprehensive listing of everyone who's for and against something. Sure. I guess that's a good point. For additional information, this is who to contact. Yeah. But like... If that's the main person is like a guy, and his name's Gary, and, it, <laughs> and it's usually you know. like, oh, I vote against any spending or right, exactly, or whatever. Okay, so I, you voted yes on the water too. I did vote yes on the water. See, we, we and I wrote, don't want to become Flint. Yeah. Another bonds. Water is very important for us. We're sure. the River City. Yes. We're and, a River City, and you know, 
it's scarce and we want to make sure we're using it the best way and things. All right. So the question for Prop 4 then is, do you consider children's hospitals a societal benefit? Proposition 4. More bonds. This one's for children's hospital buildings. That's seven. Children's hospital buildings. Yep. $1.5 billion. I voted yes. My note says yes, comma, begrudgingly. <laughs> so I, my note said... So I voted a couple weeks ago, and I made these notes about why yeah. I chose. I voted yes on the kids' hospital. I said, we really shouldn't have to do this. Private companies should be building hospitals. Like, this bond is not going to fund Sutter or Kaiser or some, you know, they, they should be building hospitals. Should, don't the Shriners have enough money to Yeah, they got those go-karts and those fezes. Yeah. Uh, so is fezes the proper plural of fez? What else could it be? I don't know. Fay? Fees? Fees? So private companies should be building hospitals, but... My no- okay, this is my note. Shouldn't have to. Private companies can build hospital, but sick kids, ugh. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can't say no. And maybe some of it is a little karma, you know, like, I don't know. You know, Molly's fairly healthy, but... Uh, yeah? Yeah. So I voted yes, begrudgingly for the... Oh, also this one, and I think this the haiku point out... You're such a bleeding heart liberal, Jacob. It was one billion, and the others were like tens and hundreds. It was like, it seemed like a okay, lower amount, too. So it's, it's like, all right, all right. How much? Okay, four billion, two billion. Oh, that's what they were. Yeah. Right, so it's not dramatically lower. So prop lower. two is two billion, and prop four is one point five billion. Oh, <laughs> that's that's my threshold. Yep. One. Anything over one point five. One point five one. One point six billion. Nope. Go kick rocks. Exactly. All right. Prop five cuts property tax for seniors who move into a pricier home. How say you? This was a confusing one. Um, so my understanding of this is if, for example, my in-laws, mm-hmm. who are elderly, and buy and sell properties, mm-hmm. um, that this would benefit them in terms of saving money on those costs. On property tax. Yes. Um, those people don't need help. They're yes. already doing fine. Right. So I say, I said No. Yes. It also says Good. schools and local governments each would lose over $100 million in annual property taxes. Correct. Going to about $1 billion per year. Uh, sorry, old people. So, property tax in California is governed by Prop 13 from the late 70s where it can only go up a certain amount every year. So, if, if you know, my parents bought their house for $65,000 in 1973 or whatever and their property tax... It goes up each year as the value goes up, but it's limited to like 1%. So it's not going to skyrocket. It's never going to catch up to, right. you know, whatever someone who's been in a house for several years pays in property tax, the person who buys that house is going to pay significantly more. Also, if you're a homeowner and you're that old, you probably bought it for a lot less, right? So right. aren't you in a better situation? Aren't you making plenty well, of but money? But that's what off this is saying. This is something where, like, I guess. One time now, or in certain circumstances, they can transfer that old property tax basis to a new house if they downsize or something. But and this would make it available to everyone all the time over fifty-five or something. So my notes, I voted no as well. My note says, "What? Why? Huh? Inability to transfer a property tax basis prevents old people from moving." WTF? Yeah. Like. I, I, I've never, and maybe this is me being privileged or whatever, I've never heard of someone, like, having the funds and the desire to buy a house and then 
you know, the deal's off because of what the property tax bill would be. It just, it's just part and parcel of, of moving. And, and especially, yeah, for older people, I get like, I live in a five bedroom house right now. When Molly's old and grown up and moved out, you know, and there's just the two of us, maybe I'll want a smaller place. You'll move down to a four bedroom house. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But like, it's not going to be, I'm not going to be like, oh, but we've got such our great property tax rate that's going to like prevent me from downsizing it makes no sense and and yeah it takes money away from local governments and schools and and like yeah pay your property tax people yeah it's not a lot i just or or don't sell your house or move into an old folks home and then you don't have to worry about it right because if you've been in your house so long that you've got this great low property tax your house is probably paid off you've probably been there 30 years and you don't and you've been paying less property tax than you should have for a while yeah so we don't need you to keep doing that Okay, good. We're in agreement on the last three. So we disagreed on one and two, but three, four, five, we're together. Will the streak hold to Prop 6? Vote no to maintain road, highway, and transit funds raised through the gas tax. So this is the repeal of the SB1 gas tax. Um, So... If my two options are pay five cents less for gas or have roads that aren't super shitty, I'm going to pay that extra five cents per gas. Thank you. You've, so you voted no. I voted no. Good. Road, roads are terrible. Exactly. So this one I'm passionate about because I worked with Caltrans last fall on, on rolling out this SB1 and, and messaging and things um, throughout mm-hmm. the state. And it's, it's insane. The last time the gas tax was raised was 1994. In that time, cars have gotten so much more fuel efficient that people are buying less gas. People that drive Teslas and, right. and Priuses and things are buying less or zero gas yep. and not paying into that fund. And everyone's using the roads more. Yep. And so the revenue, everyone, oh, they already have their money. The revenue coming in from the gas tax is not enough to sustain the roads. Yeah. I don't think Caltrans has, has done a great job or, or local transportation agencies of publicizing what projects this gas tax is actually paying for. Mm, but there's a lot of road work going on. I yeah. mean, downtown Sacramento is kind of a nightmare lately because there's so many streets. Uh, our neighborhood has been terrible. That's the water off. issues, but yeah. like... But, yeah. like, they're, there's... They, they've been paving and tearing up our street for the last week or so, and it's <sighs> really shitty. They've gotten so much money from this already, and it's, yeah, it's 12 cents. I, and I noticed that my car registration was more than last year. But, like... It was, you know, $100 last year and it's 150 this year. Like, who cares? These are one-time things. $0.12 cents per gallon or whatever the thing is, who cares? The ads are like, oh, but gas is $0.80 cents more per gallon. Yeah, gas goes up. All, gas is not right. a stagnant price thing. Right. Like, gas goes up all the time. I think People also... People that vote now are idiots. I mean, vote yes. yes. Thank you. People that vote yes We're idiots. keep um, the gas to, Or no, get rid of... Uh, you know what I mean. This gin's you're, really you're good. crushing it right now. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, um, I think what we really need to do is maybe overhaul our system with trucks. Because trucks are the thing that fuck up the highways, at least, yep. more than anything else, right? And my experience uh, commuting to work in the morning is uh, that... So I'm going south on I-5. Mm-hmm. And the trucks are predominantly in the second lane over, right? They're not in the far right lane. They're one lane over. And my understanding is that they do that because they're worried about cars merging or something, mm-hmm. which to me is stupid. Right. But that's what they do. 
And so then when they pass, they're in the third lane over, and it just really slows things down. That second lane is the one that's always super fucked up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of cars don't want to drive in it because it's fucked up, because of all the trucks. And then people will pass on the left but be super slow. So what I do to get to work super fast in the morning is I just cruise on past everyone in that far right lane. Because nobody wants to go there. Everyone who gets on the freeway is like, I'm not going to be in the far right lane. I'm right. going to go The slow fast. lane. Right, the slow lane. That's well, fuck you. Around. I'm passing you at 87 miles an hour yes. and you're going 65 in the fast lane. And they think, oh, this is the fast lane. I'm going fast, therefore it's fine. And the problem with that is it's not a fast lane. Because fast is an opinion. Yeah. Right? It is a passing lane. Right. And if you are not passing, you need to get the fuck out of that lane. And I, my, my blood pressure goes up I can tell. when I drive. Because I, and I yell at these people. They can't hear me, but I still yell at them. My blood pressure goes up when I ride with you. Um, yeah. Well, the last time, I've only, I've only gotten into an accident once. And it was, I was 16 years old and I was on the way to one of our IB tests. Mm-hmm. I think our first one, I think it was our anthro one. And, uh, I was at a stoplight. I was on like, I don't even know what the fuck I was doing over there, but I was on, uh, thank you. <laughs> I was on, we're getting some more margaritas right now, or I am at least. Yeah. And that's some good sound right there. Good foley. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I was at Watt and Marconi maybe, and I was at a stoplight the car in front of me goes, light turns green, the car in front of me goes, I start going, he slams on his brakes, and I tap him at like two miles an hour. That's Ooh. the only time I've ever caused an accident. Um, Is that why you walk with the limp? Yep. Okay. Um, I was going to say something else, but I decided to censor myself. <laughs> um, Wait but that second margarita kick. <laughs> exactly. Then the penis jokes will be flying. <laughs> um, but... I mean, I, I'll admit, I drive aggressively and I drive fast, and there's actually a couple of my coworkers who also go that route that, like, make comments sometimes. They're like, someone was tailgating me, and I was sure it was you. And I was like, no, it's fine. <laughs> Just get the fuck out of the lane if you're, you know. If, if, there's a, if there's a truck going 65 and you're passing them going 66, I'm, I'm going to be upset with you. Yeah. You know, like, sorry. I'm going to bring this back around to what you started with. It was planning truckers. Yeah. Uh, A lot of truckers, because of all the higher taxes in California, will fill up their trucks at, like, the last place in Oregon or Nevada before they come into the state. that makes sense. So not only are they screwing up the road so much, they're also, as much as they can, not contributing towards Mm, the tax. I wonder how many miles they get on a tank of gas. I mean, they must have huge tanks, right? Right. But I wonder how many miles they get. They must... I mean, yeah, what's the average miles per gallon on a... Well, their miles per gallon are shitty. Yeah. But, like... If they have a huge tank, like, you know, I know there's certain places where the trucks, you know, truck stops and stuff, yeah. like Flag City, right? You know, that is on 99, like, no, but there's the one, in the one in Natomas, truck stop, yeah. Right. Silver Skillet, yeah, um, but so I, I know there's a lot of trucking jobs, but I am all for, really? well, I mean, every person, every truck you see, there's someone driving, okay, right? So I'm all for autom- automating. The trucks. Yeah. And I think you would still need a, uh, someone in the car. Yeah. You know, for like loading and unloading all that stuff. Um, so maybe it wouldn't really cut jobs as much, although they they probably wouldn't get paid as much. But um, because then they could all be in the same lane. Mm-hmm. And they would all drive the same speed. And you wouldn't have a truck passing another truck like a little bit faster and taking up two lanes instead of just one. Why don't? Why doesn't Elon Musk take his hyperloop thing? I think thing? he... Oh. 
and make it for trucks. I think he's well, not Hyperloop, but I think he is. I think Tesla is working on automated. Yeah, trucks, no, right. but I mean, like the, the Hyperloop thing that you told me about on a podcast years yeah. and years ago about oh, you drive your car into this thing and you yeah. you know pneumatic tube it to L.A. in an hour or whatever. I uh, I, I think that would be a bigger challenge when you're hauling cargo. I mean, you're basically replacing trains, right? It's like high speed trains. Yeah, that's true. But it would it would get them off the road. Yeah, and uh, cargo is less likely to need. A bunch of stops, right? You're going from San Francisco to LA. You're not getting off on. It'd be, it, you know, we talk about flying cars yeah. and stuff, but if we could just have flying trucks, yeah, that might solve a lot of problems. Trucks. Okay, should we move on? I suppose so. This is another good one. I want to hear your thoughts on Prop seven. Seven. Ah, yes. Daylight savings time, which is tonight, by the way, could be made permanent by legislative vote. So I will admit. When I when we were going over this at dinner the other night, I was like, "Well, it kind of depends. Is daylight savings like where we're at now, or is daylight savings right. what we shift to?" That's a good point. Um, interestingly, to me, probably not to you or anyone else listening, but um, England and maybe all of Europe does their daylight daylight savings a week earlier. Okay. So, like all of the soccer matches this morning were an hour later our time because they were there like. Hey, it's nice back. Well, in. not really, because Liverpool had a late game, and so their game was supposed to be at 9.30 instead of at 10.30. Uh, it's a little late. I like my games early so that my wife isn't awake <laughs> to, to jinx my it. team and cause the hostess points. Yeah. So how do you feel about daylight savings time? Um, people say, oh, you you lose all this productivity because people's schedules have to adjust. Yeah, I read this article today about how it's all terrible and everything. Um, I'm willing to give it a shot. Well, I'll tell you, I like daylight savings time. I like I like the late nights in summer. I like the late nights in summer. I like it being like right now. It's very dark in the mornings, and so it'll be brighter because it'll be an hour earlier. Right, but that's what it is. So we're yeah. we're currently in the in the adjusted time. Okay. So what it shifts to tomorrow is what it would be all year long. I don't love that it gets dark at four thirty or five p.m. or whatever. But right. here's what I like about daylight. I don't love going to work when it's dark and getting home when it's dark. Yeah, those I days like daylight savings time because it it's it indicates like passing of season. It's like yeah. you know, like saying right. I'm going to outlaw leaves changing color. Like I, it means hey, it's fall. That's, that's science, bro. We're going to fall back and yeah. blah blah blah. And like you change the clocks. And it, I'm not one of these people that I mean, Monday morning I'm not going to be like yawning and all out of sorts at work because oh, I had to change my clock and I forgot this. Check this out. And here's the other thing: okay. everyone's clocks change themselves now. Right, that's not I mean, the issue. microwave. Like, when's the last time you changed a clock or something? And people are like, oh. Just my microwave. Blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. Any, like, yeah, the ones that's... Like, it's school. such a huge hassle when it's not. Ready for this? Yep. Proposition 7 will end the biannual time mm. changes. There's our answer right there. It if I just read more right carefully. Right in front of us. Yeah. So, um, so, wait. So, how did you vote on this? It says, uh, the con says it would be light in the evening in the summer, as it is now, but winter mornings would be dark for an extra hour, so children would be going to school in the dark. And that is a good point. Last week, actually, there was a student at our school that was hit by a car walking to the bus stop because it was dark. Mm. Um, so I don't like that part, but I did vote yes. Mm. I voted no. Wait, wait, wait. You said... Oh, because you like the other savings time. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to get rid of it or whatever. I think... Okay, here's the thing. I think if we say yes, it doesn't mean it will necessarily change. It means it could. It means it could change. Right, right, right. And if there is enough of a groundswell for people that want to change it, I think it's fine that it gets changed. 
Right? Yes. If there's enough people that want But is it the people, or is it just That's enough question. legislators well, introduce a bill? It would require a two-thirds vote. Right. Well, to me, that's not a groundswell of people. That's a groundswell of legislators. If it was something that they were that they were voting on, I would hope that we would know about it and be able to contact our representatives in enough time. But that it's also something that, that could change back, back, right? It's just California. So if it changed and we're like, mm, this is actually bad, fuck this, we could change it back. I, I agree with your it's sentiment. It's not a permanent thing, necessarily. Yeah. Uh, nothing is. I agree with your sentiment if it meant. In two years from now, there'd be a proposition to actually change it. And maybe and it, it went to the way. people. But if it's maybe just going to be, oh, well, you could call your congressman. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. It doesn't do a thing. Okay. Prop 8. Getting yeah. a lot This is what, like, the most spending on a I proposition. So. Defined as, in haiku form, sets a profit cap for kidney dialysis at 15%. Thank you for your syllabication. You are welcome. Uh, I wrote my title for this one says Prop 8, Fucking Dialysis. I watch the local news every morning and just every single ad lately. KCRA? Yep, has been. Did you watch KCRA all the time growing up and you're like, that's the channel. Why does anyone watch news on 10 or 13 or 40? Because that's the exact experience I had. My parents always yes. watched Channel 3. We always watched it as It's a like, kid. that's the channel. That's the news channel. Yeah. It's, it's the, the lowest first. one. It's the best one. And But also, whenever, like, sometimes if, if Channel 3 is doing a, a presidential, you know, Trump thing, like, the national coverage they're stuck on, sometimes I'll go to another local channel, because I'm more interested in local news. Mm. And the other ones... But won't they all be showing it? You no, know, sometimes one of them won't be. The other ones are not good. No. Every other, like, the, every other local channel seems like they're morning not zoo, the radio, whatever, and Channel 3 seems, like, polished. And I feel like I know a lot of the people who are, not like I know them personally, but, like, I, I recognize a lot I of I met the, some of them. When I, yes. Here. Well, one of them is my neighbor, too, right? Oh, right. Um, but I feel like I know who the Channel 3 people are, and yeah. I definitely do not know who all the other ones are. Right. But, of course, that's for me watching it, not for me. So, else. when I watch the news every morning... I'm curious I, how you're going to vote. I really don't know. I hear all these ads. All this, I just and I don't. Okay, so I I voted no. On I eight. was going to vote no, but then in talking to Amanda, she said she did a bunch of research on it, and she said the main company that's funding the anti stuff is Davita, which is like the Danny. Big, yep, the big like dialysis company who is making all these profits and having shitty. Um, like standards for their buildings and stuff. Well, so here's here's and my it's basically fear mongering that they don't want to lose their profits. Yeah, that these companies aren't going to close. People are still going to have access to their dialysis. It's just that these companies want to make more money. My default reaction to props is to vote no or to not vote for a change unless it seems like it's really mandated and whatnot. That makes sense. Uh, and I Coming said, from you. these clinics must be regulated already. Because, yeah, some of the ads are like, oh, this dialysis clinic is filthy. Well, we've got so many state and whatever inspectors well, things going like your sister, in. sister, right? Like, yeah. She has her job, but she's not going in every restaurant every day. Right. But she can get, go to a restaurant and they get a passing grade. And they're like, all right, let's just rub feces everywhere. They could, but it's not really in their best interest. And, and as well, if it's a if it's a uh, clinic a dialysis clinic for profit, then rubbing feces on people and, and making them sick and things is not in their best interest. Yeah, but cutting corners to save cost, you know, cutting costs to, right. you know, to well, save Well, I said these clinics must be regulated already. We don't need whatever this was going to do. The California Democratic Party, veterans, healthcare advocates, 
and religious leaders agree yes on it. I mean, if religious leaders are behind it, you know. <laughs> then I'm on, then I'm no. I'm firmly no. <laughs> Sorry, Democrats. Sorry to break rank. The Democrats. California Democratic Party and religious leaders agree. Mm. That's, 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 that's something. That's hard. Yeah. I heard a term recently that I thought was interesting. It was what? called, what was it? Um, ex-evangelists or something like that. Like former? Like people who have left the church because of how bullshit it is. Yeah, I mean, you know? I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, we, a couple years ago, maybe a year ago, God, time has just gone so slowly. Black Panther came out in February of this year. It seems like it came out two years ago. Wow. Anyway, um, yeah, we, we went to a church Han Solo a while movie back. last night, sorry, and yeah. Rachel was like, did this come out a couple years ago? And I was like, no, this <laughs> yeah. came out this year, yeah. earlier this year. Yeah, anyways. What did you think of it? It wasn't that good. I yeah. fell asleep many times. Oh. What time did you start watching it? Like 8.30. Okay. That's super late for me. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, we went to this church for a few weeks, and then one week, it was right after the, um, the Charleston thing? Not Charleston. I want to say Johannesburg, but that's not right. Is it Charleston? Charleston where the lady got run over? The Nazi whatever? shit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charleston. So, uh, the whole, like, there's fine people on both sides thing? Yeah, yeah. And it was mentioned, and the... The the religious leader guy, I don't think he was some kind of pastor or something. It wasn't like the main guy, but some other guy. And he he basically gave the like fine people on both sides, like we need to hear both sides of this thing. Huh. And was going off about um, just pry that lady. Was going off about like Moana and how it's like satanic because they there's these gods. And I'm like, just let the Disney people like. Oh my God, we're giving brown people cultural relevance. We can't do that. So once they were talking about that stuff and they were like, oh, they're, you know, we have to listen to both sides, I was like, well, we're never coming back here again. Good. That's and I'm glad that my wife and I are on the same page with things like that, that we're just like... It's surprising to hear for your wife, given her upbringing. But it's... It, I it's, mean... It's reassuring. She's... she's. We've both seen... You know, it, it doesn't change our some of our core beliefs... But the way that the Christian church has fallen in line with the Republican Party and Donald Trump in general is unreal. The way that they can look at that guy and be like, yep, that's our guy. We're totally cool with the things that he's doing and the values that he's preaching. Fuck that, man. Yeah. Like, no. Not, not a guy. Not a guy. Anyway. Cool. Um, so we cancel each other out for Prop 8. Okay. Prop 10. Prop Rams. 9. There is no Prop 9. There is no Prop 9 anymore. Do you know what Prop 9 was? Yes. Split the state in three. How would you have voted? <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, Get no. that shit out. Is this the Jefferson shit? Yeah, uh, Fuck something. you, Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, part of me wants to be like, well, actually, no. Part of me wants to be like, get the fuck out of here. But at the same time, then they'll have their own, like, two senators that will both be Republicans. Right, exactly. So, no, thank yeah, you. No. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Prop 10. But I guess the other two might, would if we got four Democratic, I don't know. Yeah. Prop 10 overturns a law that prohibits cities from using rent control. How to say you. So this is, your, we talk. this is when we're going to talk to Zach. Yeah. And he talked about how it was really split at his work. And uh, he says that he is voting yes. Okay. And based on that. And based on the fact that it's supported by the Democratic Party and California Teachers Association and the ACLU and Housing California and all these things, I am also voting yes for Prop 10. Well, we cancel each other out again. God damn it, Jacob. I voted no, and here's why. 
I want to hear. Here's my notes from two weeks ago. That it's getting dark and it's hard to read. Don't it is getting dark. I'm going to turn the lights. Do okay. lights in here? Yeah. Uh, you're paying electricity. Uh, don't need law to control rent. The market controls rent. Oh, I do believe in that, though. Like, landlords don't want vacant properties, so they're going to charge what someone will pay. And if someone will pay it, then they should pay it. If but the people law... will pay more than they can afford, because that's all they can do. Well, they won't pay it for long, and then someone else will pay it. Or and they're if... going to end up homeless, and they won't have homeless because we voted against Props 1 and 2. But if I'm renting a house for 2000 a month, and, peop- and like I have no takers, or people won't sign a year lease, or they, they can't afford it, then maybe I, I would rather rent it for 1800 a okay, month and have it, it let occupied. Me give I remember filling up my gas in San Diego for 99 cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. Gas is now like $74 a gallon. Mm-hmm. Are people not buying gas? They're still buying gas because they have to. Maybe. No matter how right. high prices go, people will continue to buy gas because it's a necessity. Housing is a necessity. Can I blow and your mind? Please. I don't know that what I pay for gas. I don't know what a gallon of gas costs for that, that exact reason me. because it's a necessity. What do I care if it's two fifty or But that's why I'm saying that the market or... isn't going to work for housing because people, I mean, they'll try to find as cheap housing as they can, but they'll have to pay what they have to pay because they have to have a house. Our niece... It got the, the house she was renting, uh, the people were selling it and like, they can't find like a three bedroom house for less than like $2,300 now. It's crazy. So they're like going to be moving in with Amanda's parents for a while so they can afford to do that. Like but someone must be paying that. Right. Because there's a limited amount of housing. I mean, we're never going to have a situation where there's a ton of unrented homes. It's just not going to happen. Right. Because landlords don't want that. They want, if they can. But it's not because they're charging less money. It's because there's a need. Because yeah. people can't afford to buy houses, so they have to rent. Right? I guess. I mean, you're going to pay what you have to pay. They should be able to buy, though. If the, no, this is serious. if there was one. I mean, I get that sometimes people people are paying more for rent than I'm paying for my mortgage. But I also was very fortunate to buy my house when I could. If there was one of these propositions that was to help people make a down payment, whether it's a separate loan structure or some or gets rid of that that well, if you keep the rent low, then they whatever, can save money to afford a down payment. Wow. Here's the other thing. If the law, if there's a rent control and the law allows a certain percent, like uh, it allows that a rent can go up 5% each year, I guarantee you it will. Because why wouldn't it? But the landlord says, well, it can go up 5%, so it would. Versus if I'm just a landlord and I go, well, just, you know, you've been there three years, just keep the same rent or whatever. And if the law like gives you this, it can go up to 5% each year, it will go up 5% every year. Okay, so in sports... People complain about the high amounts of salaries that mm-hmm. that players make, right? But the truth is, if they don't make that money, the money goes where? To the owners. To the owners, who are way wealthier than they are. Yeah. So, would you rather who who do you who are you rooting for here? Are you rooting for landlords or people that are, need to rent homes? That's a good question. It seems like you're on the side of the landlords, which doesn't. Is, well, you know. I didn't think of it in those terms, but if you go back to my argument about the water bonds, because that might actually affect me, I'm much more likely to be a landlord than a renter, so you maybe are. I am thinking about them. Okay. And that's fine, to it's vote more, for your own fiscal interest. It's more I'm just thinking about the, like, the market sort of correcting itself. And I, don't get, I, don't, I didn't see a, a, a good argument for having rent control. Have you seen a decent argument now? 
Maybe. Yes. Because you said Zach was for it. I thought my I thought my argument right now is pretty good. I'm only gonna get one decent argument this entire podcast. The, the sports so team that's my best that one. Was, that was good. Yes. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. I didn't have many left, so this is another one I don't. Eleven. Fully understand. Okay. Well, this is an easy one. Ambulance workers. I feel like on their wasn't break, your brother-in-law an EMT for a while. He was. Okay. I don't know if he was an ambulance. Okay. Here's why I voted yes. Okay. Under arguments, no argument against Prop 11 was submitted. Oh, yeah. Under four additional information, no contact information was provided. Well, if no one's against it, why the fuck would I be against it? Right. I voted yes also because it just makes sense, like, and and you have a very structured, scheduled day, so I, you know, you take your lunch at the time the kids Whenever are I get a chance to piss, let me tell you, yeah. I piss. But My are, kids are PE, I'm going. Are Recess, you I'm going. working during your lunch? Sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, you're like eating a sandwich and making copies or... or I, I prefer not to. Most of my grade level team does because but, they're insane. But if there was work that needed to be done, you wouldn't oh, be like, oh, I'm on my lunch. Like, I have... Some I have, people do that, but... I know. I have worked in a lot of state and county government buildings. And yeah, there are certain people that's like, oh, uh, 245 to 3 o'clock every day is my break. Do not talk to me. I'm on my break. I cannot be bothered. Like... I think no. my job is different than that, though. Well, and, right? And, like, if my students really need something, I'm going to be there for my students because they're actual people that I can see and they're children, and, as opposed to a state job where it's like, oh, I'm not going to work on this spreadsheet or something. And right? ambulance workers are even more different, I think, than, yeah, office sure. worker. But it's like, when you're on the job, just be on the job. So this is, this came about because. I don't know if it's unions or what, but it's like, you can't work someone, you know, six right. and a half hours without giving them a lunch break, and they have to have a lunch break, and they can't be on call, and blah, blah. It's, it's like union bullshit. Like, I, so, just... Well, just you're not going to hear me be anti-union, but, but I understand what you're saying. Plus, like, every good cop movie, right, from, like, the 70s or, or TV show, like, they just got the, the hot dog and, like, took the one bite, and then, like, the, the, the radio goes off in the car, like, oh, there's a bank robbery, and they're throwing the full cup of coffee down. Right, and a cop off, isn't like, like, I'm on my lunch break. Right? Like, I mean, there's certain jobs right. where it's like, you took that job. No one's forcing you to take that job. Yeah. If you have that job, you know that you're on call, like... And you must like the chaos and the unpredictability, yeah. like, to be an EMT, you know, and things. Yeah, I, yeah. Just be on the job. That's what my notes say. Yeah. Don't be a purple shirt, which is what the state worker union people wear. Really? Mm-hmm. Purple, purple shirts for SEIU? Okay, last one, Prop 12. This Farms who wish to sell pigs, calves, chickens, and eggs here must give them more space. I'm curious what you thought. Well, it's interesting both sides are against cruelty. So it's like one side is saying, this is great, the other side is saying, like, it's fine, but it's not enough. It's not enough, right, yeah. I voted no. Okay. I think part of this came out of my, like I said, I default to voting no. You know, the, the, the guilty until proven innocent or whatever. I said, this is dumb. You don't need more regulation. You're just going to kill and eat these animals anyways. Also, farmers don't want them to be too crowded because it could lead to contaminated meat. Like, once you hear, like, X farm sold meat full of norovirus or something like you don't sell as much meat and things so it's in their best interest to not overcrowd and there's already regulations for space i don't need the chicken that laid my eggs or the 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 pig that died for my bacon to have had you know 500 square feet or something well it's one square foot well still (laughs) but um here's my argument 
As you know, I'm a big fan of my local butcher, V. Miller. Yes. Oh, did you talk to them about this one? I did not. But my thought was this. If this happens, if this passes, then your foster farms or, you know, the people that are essentially competing with V. Miller will have higher costs to be able to accommodate more space, whatnot. And so the prices for those meats... Would increase. Right. Won't the, v. Miller the have down, costs? No, because it's not. It shouldn't. It won't affect them, because where they get their meats, they already have all this space. They're already adhering oh, to yeah, these. Yeah, they're regulations way already? beyond these regulations. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and so That's what they want you to think. Yeah. And so we actually the 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 ranch or farm or whatever that they get their stuff from it's actually close to Bodega Bay. We could do a little tour when we're Bodega Bay next week. I'm bringing my tape measure. There you go. Um, Anyway, so my thinking is this. Is this cow happy? <laughs> happy cows come from California, don't oh. they? Um, so anyway, my thinking is if V. Miller's competition has to raise their prices, the main thing, the main downside to V. Miller is that it's higher priced. Mm-hmm. So with the competition raises their prices, it will make V. Miller seem less of a luxury by comparison, okay. and therefore they will do better as a business, and I want them to be successful as a business. They'll be more crowded. They'll run out of things. That's a good point. I'm good saying point. more is not always But I'll better. call them in advance, and I'll be like, hey, let's check this out. I mean, Save this for me. Yeah, I just think this... So you voted no? I voted, you voted yes. yes. You voted yes. You voted no. I voted no. Yeah. Oh, we cancel each other out again? Indeed. Okay. These aren't pets. I don't want them to be abused, but you're just raising these animals to then slaughter them. Like, yeah, but I, I honestly think as the consumer of these meats, that my, that the taste and everything will be better if they're not all pumped up with these steroids and falling over within their. Well, but this isn't about steroids. Yeah, it's just about square footage. Yeah. I think the meat tastes better from V. Miller because they have more space and they're free range and things like that. So it will make the quality of the meat taste better. You are animals such are a killed, goddamn hippie. When these animals are killed and I tear their flesh with my t- canine mm-hmm. teeth, they will taste better. Okay. And I'm all for that. Well, those are the props. All right. I think we uh, saved California. I think we did a great thing. I think we have net zero change to California between yours and my vote. Oh, our water's going to be purer. Or yeah, it is. More piped. There was, and the, there was a couple things kids. we agreed on, right? Yeah, yeah. we're going to save those sick kids. And the gas tax. Cheers to us. You've got a lot of gin left in your glass. The ice melts. Allegedly. Yeah. All right, well. Cheers. To another successful podcast. To democracy. All right, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. Blue skies smiling at me. Nothing but blue skies do I see.